0: What Radio, the music you want, with your host, Keys Dan. I am the smartest man alive! RadioWhat.com What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where to? Where do I go? I need DJ services. DJLittleRock.com Check availability, get a free price quote, and maybe you can have me. Yeah, me. Let me entertain you, entertain you. Well, I probably won't sing, although I do specialize in video dance parties and karaoke jams ask me what that's all about today on the program kind of excited i get to meet a very nice lady at least i really do think she's a very nice lady her name is lynette wyatt mason and she runs an instagram page and at the end of the instagram name it says cookies homemade cookies so maybe i'll get some cookies (laughs) i'm gonna get some cookies (laughs) so we have that to look forward to in the next few minutes taking a talk to Lynette Wyatt Mason. This week's show's Uh, tomorrow night as it as it is friday night i will be at the rab in conway arkansas video dance party karaoke jam you're the stars of the show they have a full bar the kitchen is open they got wings burgers and the jersey girl pizza you don't want to miss that that's right get out to the rab in conway arkansas 8 p.m until almost 2 in the am and they have 10 pool tables a pool tournament going on so if you want to make some money uh, while you're hanging out on a Friday night, having some fun with yours truly, come on out and join the pool tournament. Maybe you could make some money. And they have the the party patio, also has Jenga and foosball and, oh, the shuffleboard, that's right. Oh, and the uh, checkers, a giant checkers game. So while you're waiting to sing your song and be a star on the stage, you can have some fun at the Rab. That's right the dance floor is always open. And you know, I'm going to keep it live. Who knows what I'm going to play? What theme is it going to be? Maybe you can decide the theme this week at the Rab Friday night. That's tomorrow night, 8 p.m. until 2 in the am. Well, without further ado, let's get to talking to Lynn Wyatt Mason. Uh, When we first talked about the podcast doing the podcast. I didn't know how far away she lived. So I said, well, we could do it on the phone. That would be fine. And she said, well, no, I want to do it in person. And I said, yeah, I like doing it in person. I asked her where she lived and she said, mom Arkansas. That's a simple 26, 27 minutes away from me right here in conway arkansas so i said yeah i'll take that drive where do you want to meet she said u.s pizza in maumelle arkansas so let's drive over to u.s pizza in maumelle arkansas and visit with lynn wyatt mason now Good to go. I'm Lynette. Nice
1: to meet you. And what was your name? Lexi. Hi, Lexi. Hello, hey. Lexi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the What Makes You
0: Famous podcast. Uh, yes. Okay. Don't
1: worry, this is my first time too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am? Wow. Okay. you were newbies.
0: <laughs> uh, I'd like a Coke. How about that?
1: Can so I have a water and a Diet Coke, please? Water and a Diet Coke, Yes. Thank
0: you. That sounds good. Wow. We're at U.S. Pizza in Maumel, Arkansas when I asked uh, Lynette Wyatt Mason. The highway shop and homemade cookie girl to be on the podcast this is where she chose yeah i had to close my eyes and really think to make sure that i got her whole name and her whole instagram thing out i hope i did it right did i i
1: you didn't. You no. did not. No, okay. Well, <laughs> now the... I feel so bad to correct No, you. tell me all about it. It. The name is correct. Okay. And although if you were my elementary school teacher, you would probably mispronounce it and you would not put a capital E in the middle because for some reason my mother thought that was essential in my name. Why? Why did she do that to me? We'll
0: give the people the, the correct pronunciation.
1: <laughs> but it is Lynette. So you got the, the name correct. But my um, Instagram is Highways Hope and Homemade Cookies.
0: Highways Hope. Hope. Highways Shop and Highway's Hope. Okay, I can see where I I, I flubbed. I missed that E on the way out of there.
1: Yeah, no worries. So
0: Highway's Hope and cookie.
1: Homemade cookies.
0: Homemade cookies. Mm -hmm. Why Highway's Hope?
1: Highway's Hope because of my love of travel. Okay. Hope because I have a son with special needs. Dig it. Yeah, and then homemade cookies because for no other reason, I'm from the South, and I have baked my whole entire life, and cookies make people happy. In fact, I just happen to have
0: (laughs) some for you. We we just started the podcast, (laughs) and she's already presenting me with cookies. This is a cookie maker (laughs) uh, right here in Maumelle, Arkansas. Now, do you have a shop?
1: I don't. Okay. I don't have a shop, but I do actually make jewelry. At a friend of mine's boutique here in LaMelle called Shine, a women's boutique.
0: Lynette, there's many facets of you. Yes,
1: there are.
0: All right, give the people. Now that we've we've kind of gotten into the the podcast a little bit, give the people like an overall who you are and what you do. Kind of the the first paragraph in a Wikipedia page, mm-hmm. and then we go to the next few paragraphs where we start with early life and how you started doing these things. So, we'll, we'll do it like a Wikipedia page. Give the blurb at the top on your Wikipedia page. Lynette.
1: Um, I am a wife and a mother, and I married my high school sweetheart, and I am a creative by heart, and I feel a lot of pressure when I'm visualizing the Wikipedia page blurb, go <laughs> uh, go through like
0: a little piece of your life. What what are the most important things? And you uh, already you already I said just, wife and mother. That yes. those absolutely have to be the most important things in your life right now they
1: are they are very much so the most important things most importantly is my husband
0: yes and you mentioned him uh, first i
1: did because we just recently celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary
0: model top so, may the honeymoon never end
1: yeah we were in kansas city and we had an amazing time and um our first date was our junior prom what and, yeah so So
0: actually a high school sweetheart actually
1: a real high school sweetheart that's
0: fantastic where did you grow up Lynette
1: we grew up in Elkins and a lot of people know Elkins outside of Fayetteville it's on the pig trail a lot of people will know and are familiar with if they're driving through Arkansas Arkansas especially from Little Rock to Fayetteville they take that pig trail it's a scenic route highway 23 and Elkins is dab smack right there right before you get into Fayetteville and most people know it because they've been pulled
0: over okay been all over the central and south my my dj uh, travels have taken me to a lot of weddings throughout there but i haven't been to the northwest yet ah, to fayetteville in oh that yeah. area oh my goodness so i need to get there i've been yeah. to harrison i've yes. done a wedding up there and yeah. i've been down to wilhelmina mountain haven't made it down as far as el dorado but uh-huh. so you're from the fayetteville area elkins yes. was yes, that a smaller town
1: uh, Elkins is a smaller town. We had 29 graduating students from our high school <laughs> class. You can laugh. And we get I am laughing. Because we totally go back. We ha- we say we have to go back for our class reunion because we're two of the 29. Oh, yeah. for sure. So, yeah. Sure. Very small. It's much larger now. Okay. Uh, just simply because the whole Ozark area and Fayetteville... Um, Bentonville Rogers all that area I'm sure you've heard is just grown it's amazing it's huge and it's one of the number one places to live actually
0: well it's a college town Uh and the surrounding areas are are filled with college kids that never wanted to leave I'm guessing is, is that what you get out of that or, or no. do you think there's another reason for the growth up there
1: oh the growth is it's it's a lot um, just from the little bit of knowledge that I have that has mm-hmm. to do we moved away so I think yes a lot of people do stay there mm-hmm. um, but uh, probably more so now than than in back even in the height of its growth. Um, I think it's kind of like what a lot of people say about Chanel and Wamel when they're transient, when they're moving. I think they say, oh, they Google it, do a little Wikipedia search, and they say, where should we live if we're moving to Arkansas? Because their first reaction is, Arkansas? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so I think um, they look it up, and that pops up as great schools, um, it's a beautiful area, the climate is good. Um, so what How we- can you mean? Elkins. Oh no. No. Uh, Fayetteville. Fayetteville. Fayetteville, and Fayetteville Elkins is just proper. about 15-20 minutes. Okay, so yes. Fayetteville now, proper about is Fayetteville. the growth. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. And then Elkins, of course, has been a part of that growth sure. simply because it's you know just 15-20 minutes outside of it.
0: Well, I was convinced so. to move to Conway, Arkansas, because of the the growth there, mm-hmm. the the way that Conway Core is set up, where all your all your uh, utilities are all put together in one do they have that kind of a thing up in Fayetteville do you know or is your family still up there
1: no actually my mother moved away and my father is from Texas okay I don't don't really know all those exacts
0: okay so when did you get out of, uh, uh, Did you, grow, you grew up and you went to high school in Elkins, in Elkins just outside of Fayetteville. Uh-huh. How was it growing up in a small town oh, for awesome. you, Lynette Wyatt Mason? <laughs> and I'll say your name several times, so people will follow uh-huh. you and stalk you. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, stalk <laughs> is a very accurate word, but hopefully they'll follow you and get your cookies. <laughs> and that's not a metaphor. That means real cookies. Real cookies. Get the cookies.
1: That's right. I'm all about getting the real cookies to the real people. Yes. Um, So, it was wonderful. My mother and father were actually from Brownsville, Texas. So most of my family is all from Texas. So I feel a lot big love, big love for Texas and people from Texas. And um, but they knew land was fairly inexpensive in Arkansas, okay. and my, they have done a lot of research. And they bought, they moved, they got married, they moved, they went to the university, and bought land. And that's how we ended up here. And um,
0: so they went to to Arkansas. They, they university did. University Arkansas. Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Oh, they fantastic. did Arkansas. Oh, Yeah, okay. and
1: then um,
0: what, what kind of studies did they do?
1: mother is a teacher. She's an earth science
0: teacher. Earth science. Yeah. I like teachers. Yeah. You do something wrong, they make you do it over again. They do. And yeah. then dad?
1: Father. My Father? Um, he's just, he, he lived in, he's always had his own business. So okay. he, he moved to Tulsa area and then he's lived in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and then recently has Moved back up to the Fayetteville area. But what kind,
0: what kind of work? Kind oh, he's retired of, now. But what kind of work did he do in his real life?
1: Oh, let's see. He's done a little bit of everything. Oh, uh, well, I like that. You know, <laughs> he's a very creative entrepreneur spirit. Expert. Exactly, very yeah. much so. Um, he had a really interesting job in the very beginning. Um, he would bring potting soil from Mexico. And that sounds
0: pretty interesting. Walmart was
1: one of his first clients. So I, saw,
0: I think I heard a joke yesterday. I got dirts for you. I'll get you any kind of dirts you want. So your dad actually did get, get the, the dirts dirt. that you wanted. He
1: sure did. So the
0: dirt in, in Fayetteville is is not good. You have to get it from Mexico.
1: Oh, I, I couldn't give you. I was a child. One of the many things
0: that you have to import uh, from Mexico is dirt. Potting soil. Yes, potting and soil.
1: Pots. Yeah. Who even knew? Okay. That's,
0: that's fantastic. That's a, no, it it's it's. Sounds like a joke, but it sounds pretty interesting too.
1: He Whoa. is very interesting, yeah. and I and I attribute much of my characteristics and personality from my father. We've never known a stranger, so. Yeah. Um, but I also think it integrated a lot of my love of travel because okay. my parents divorced when they were really when I was really young. Same. But I would jump in that big old truck and ride with him. It didn't matter yes. where it was. He just said, "Do you want to go?" And I was there. And so I'm he
0: had a, a truck. Was he a truck driver? Or uh, he, had a, he initially a truck, started out
1: that way. He was I, a truck driver? Well, he would drive the trucks and then got bigger trucks, and yeah. the business grew and grew and grew. And and I'm not yeah. saying that he even still has that business. You need to understand. No, I get he's it. He's had many, many businesses. I get it. He's, but, he's moved but, on from there. Oh, you said he had so much his more. <laughs> hands in many pots. and It <laughs> yeah. might have
0: affected how you grew up, you know, it Yeah, It
1: ultimately really did, because... Um, I spent many years, my whole life, mm-hmm. going back and forth between the, the two different lifestyles of my parents. Right. My mother grew everything in our gardens. We mm-hmm. ate everything straight from the earth. Okay. Um, I learned how to sew. Um, okay. We did not have a television and that was by choice okay. because um, she just wanted us to be creative and use our minds and she was forever the teacher. And um, and then my father, we would take amazing trips to Disney World, Disneyland, Yellowstone. We traveled and we did wonderful things. Um,
0: so you did Disney World and Disneyland. Oh
1: yeah, we we've that's been able to coast travel. to coast. Yeah, yeah, and
0: that's it, incredible. How yeah, often did you do either one?
1: Oh, not very often. I just okay. I just it's in the memory of you know way right. back back there. Um, but I. One of the biggest memories was Yellowstone. I do remember, I remember at the time, um, he um, had one of those Broncos that you see everybody like in all the videos now. um, and everyone's restoring those old
0: Broncos. Yeah.
1: That's what we went to Yellowstone in. I learned how it to drive awesome. in a blazer. A three, yeah.
0: I think a three-speed blazer. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my mom scared out of her wits with mm-hmm. uh, a, a young Keys Dan uh, uh-huh. in, in, a, in a little blazer trying to figure out how to drive. And
1: this is in Florida? Oh, in Florida. Oh, but their roads sure. are flat.
0: Oh, sure they are.
1: <laughs> See, <laughs> if you've ever been to Fayetteville, you would know those they are massive hills and mountains. And this is where you learn how to yes, drive. A, on a stick
0: shift, yes. On same a stick thing. Yeah. Uh,
1: exactly the same. In fact, I, my new Jeep, I have a new, new. it's not exactly new now. She's but not bragging. I'm not, but I love <laughs> it so, because I had to wait my whole life for that Jeep. Yes. I had to have a family and children, and they weren't safe. And then once my daughter got married, that was my, ah, then it's time for yes it was for time you. for me exactly yes and um, they ordered I couldn't find one that was a manual so I had oh. them order uh, if you want to do a little plug for Landers yeah because I think they're amazing and we bought all our vehicles from them they found my current jeep and brought it from St. Louis because Go it was Landers. a 6 yeah
0: all right exactly excellent yeah Lynette Wyatt Mason we're getting to know you on the <laughs> What Makes You Famous podcast hanging out in U.S. Pizza in Maumel, Arkansas we're i mean we're just at the at the beginnings your early life mm-hmm. in the and the outskirts of Fayetteville and you say growing up there was pretty cool how many kids in the whole school if only 30 were in that graduating oh, class
1: wow you're asking me numbers numbers i'm not a numbers girl Approximately. i couldn't even i couldn't and do you even know begin to a guess. lot of them
0: you know in the small town
1: um we did growing in. up yeah. yeah and we knew of course our surrounding neighbors um growing up see it's um, nice
0: you knew neighbors we did yes we people totally don't know their neighbors th- anymore
1: yeah it was wonderful we did know our neighbors and um so i mean yeah everybody knew everybody very much yes. so. It was very nice.
0: So as a kid, what what kind of fun did mm-hmm. you get, to get into? What, uh, what kind of activities were you involved in? Or, or did you have any extracurriculars in school?
1: I did, yes. I was a cheerleader. Did
0: you a cheerleader. <laughs> that's cool. My,
1: my mission in life is to... I'm still constantly cheering everybody on.
0: Yes. It's been
1: a, actually a quality that's been very beneficial to um, our family. And then especially my son with special needs. But oh. Because that's been something that has almost been instilled in me is to always be cheering everyone on but especially for him
0: you have a smiley face you're Mm -hmm. cheering you 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 were instantly uh very welcoming to me when i walked in the door We'd never met each other in person ever before, Aww. and that's fantastic. I instantly felt warmth from you, Lynette. Oh, and, thank you, Dan. And I can tell you do mm-hmm. that uh, quite often. You mm-hmm. said you never met a stranger, just like your dad taught mm-hmm. you. Never met a stranger. Always be friends. Always be friendly to people. That's mm-hmm. a good thing.
1: Well, thank it's, you. Yes. I well, believe that, too. Well, thank you.
0: <laughs> so, you're a cheerleader, and what did the... Okay, you have a high school sweetheart. What did the hubby do?
1: His name was Brian. W-
0: when he was in school.
1: When he was in school, he was into a lot of mischief.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, my my GPS Why do good like bad boys? Why do <laughs> oh, good he wasn't a, like
0: bad boys? He was not.
1: He, he was actually new to the school. And okay. so um, I actually really didn't even know anything about him. I just knew who he was. Yes. Um, and we had recently... Um, we had friends suggest why don't you go um, with each other to the prom so I remember climbing up the bleachers he still laughs I remember climbing up the bleachers in my little cheerleading skirt and I looked over at him and I I said so what do you think and he goes what do you think I go no you know he goes no no I'm like, what do you think? And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. And he like made me basically ask him. Come on. (laughs) He did. You go boy. (laughs) So, yes. So So you
0: asked him to the junior prom. I did. And you had never dated really before that. I dated. No, dated him. Oh, it didn't. No, not
1: at all. I don't even think we really spoke other than he would just do goofy things. And we really didn't have very many classes together. Um, So I just sort of knew he was the new guy, you know.
0: New kid from Texas.
1: No, he was actually from the Springdale
0: area. Springdale Which
1: considered in Elkins that was a big school.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. He's yeah. the new kid in town. Yeah, from the at, big school. From the big school. Yeah. But he was all right, he was into mischief, you say. He I'll was put the just quotation silly. fingers up.
1: But <laughs> he you, you said he wasn't
0: really a bad boy. No,
1: not but at all. Was he a jock?
0: I mean you had cheerleaders no, and jocks. He played they basketball. To
1: he played okay. basketball. Yeah. Man.
0: And you never knew him from the basketball days when you were cheering him on.
1: Well, I'm trying to remember. I don't even really. You got to remember that it's been a while. I can't even really remember that. It hasn't been him. that long. No. You're like 22. Oh, I wish. I wish. <laughs> All right. um, I don't even remember him being on the team he might have been on I think it was a grade issue I feel like I'm calling it I feel like I'm throwing him under the bus a little bit okay. he might okay. have just been kind of goofing around and okay. his gps because I know he was on the team but um I mean he was really new to the school at okay. that point so well
0: cool he's yeah. the new kid and you're yeah. the, the cheerleader and you're very welcoming to people and you <laughs> welcomed him into your school by asking him to the prom. I did. How did that go? It was awesome. It was awesome. It
1: was, he came and picked me up, and he had an older brother. He picked me up in his car, and he had a corsage, and his little hands were shaking. And uh, I was a, I was like a student council member or a, a, a vice president of our class or something. I right. don't, I, I hate to be quoted, it's I okay. might be wrong, but I was like a, I had something, and I had to give a speech at the head table. And I remember being so nervous. Right. And he was so. I don't know, just the way he looked at me and the way he he held my hand. I mean, granted, this is 16 years old. How would you know this? But it was just something about the way he held my hand. And he knew I was nervous, but he was so calming. And just, I ran over to my best friend at the time and I said, Oh my gosh, this is the guy I'm going to marry. Because you know, you know everything when you're 16, right? Absolutely.
0: (laughs) I remember when I was 16, I knew everything. Now I know nothing. Exactly. And now I'm learning stuff from Mm -hmm. Lynette right now. So... Okay, so what was his name again?
1: Brian. Brian, name Brian, setting
0: the bar high at an early age, mm-hmm. uh, bringing corsages, making sure the girl's got a ride, making sure she feels comfortable, and holding her hand just the right way, not very nervously, but, you know, making you feel comfortable. And it was love at first date. Because you said you're going to marry that boy. I
1: did.
0: And you did. I Spoiler did. Spoiler alert. Oh, I should have said that first. <gasps> I know. You married that boy. I did. So, what was the dating like? Since he's a big mm-hmm. part of your life, what was the, the courtship life until dating? And then we'll go back a little bit and find about find out about your school life and what happened after school.
1: Um, well, we dated through high school. And I think I might have mentioned already, my, my grades kind of went down a little with <laughs> GPS <Uh-oh>. man.
0: <laughs> Brian, we had up. a
1: lot of fun in class together. Okay. It was really special um, for, I think, just for anyone to be able to say and look back, especially after so many years and say, oh my gosh, we were in Mrs. Smith's class and remember that time when you, and you, you know, you have these stories and these connections and this history together. Right. And, um, so we dated the rest of our high school years, which is about a year and a half. Sure. And then, after the day after graduation, I moved to Texas. I was going to go live with my dad. Okay. And so I left, and we were. You left him. I just left everything. You I left everybody. My home, my parents.
0: Had um, you kept in touch with your dad through throughout high yes, school? Sir. Mm-hmm. I I oh, did. Okay. Yes, so I so did. he'd come to visit from time no, to time. Not or, so much. Or on the phone just, at least. Exactly. We
1: just stayed in touch. Good. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you had that I would go for
0: visits. I would go for visits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. daddies and their girls, you know, it's a special kind of bond, and I'm glad that you had that connection. Mm -hmm. So, when you went to Texas, what happened?
1: Um, that was one of my dad's other business adventures. He had started a business, uh, an advertising business. Yes. And I helped him do that and went to a junior college. But meanwhile, Brian and I had remained together. We decided to, to do a long-distance courtship. Right. And that was really cool because that was when flights, like, you could get a flight on Southwest for, like, for the weekend for, like, $50.
0: Oh.
1: And I did not know this. It was incredible. What, what year was
0: this, if you don't mind?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm going to age myself. No, it's- Hey, I'm 50. Um, I'll say it. i graduated, I'll say it um, I graduated. We graduated 86.
0: Class, class of 86 rules. Dap it. <laughs> no way. That's it's same class. Western High School. That's class awesome. of 86. Uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. <laughs> Navy, I guess. Florida. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. It is awesome. We're going to say awesome a lot and totally and gnarly. That's and, right. Because yes, we're of,
1: class of 86. <laughs> class of 86
0: rules. We dap it again. <laughs>
1: so, um... So, yeah, that really, truly, you could, like, fly from Dallas to Little Rock. Yeah. Because he had moved at that time here to this area. And he was living with his dad going to school. Okay, and we're in the
0: Maumelle, Arkansas, Little Rock Little Rock, area. He was in
1: Little Rock. Sure. Yes, sir. And so he was in Little Rock. And so at the time, you could get those flights. And it was pretty cool. Dang and it. Yeah. yeah. So he
0: would go and visit as often as he possibly we could? We really
1: did. We did that. No, I wouldn't say every single weekend, but yeah. we, we, we did. So and this is
0: a long-distance relationship was, that worked out. It did. And so when you were in, in Dallas doing the advertising thing, how, how, did, how did you help Dad in that respect? Did you go out and get clients or schmooze people? or how, What did you do, Lynette Wyatt Mason?
1: I did a little bit of everything because it was the beginning stages of his business. Uh, I mean, everything from helping choose the office to setting up, like this first time, all all of us had used a computer i remember that was the first time we'd ever had 86 yeah. were you on an apple 87 <laughs> apple who even knows a tap, tap tap <laughs> <I> tap <don't laughs> barely, barely a calculator really <laughs> it wasn't even my strong point so i really right. like if i could get as far away from it as i could even still now i mean if i didn't have it in my hand i would never be on a computer
0: yeah.
1: um but um so yeah i helped him do that and we did go out and meet clients and okay. um, did a little bit of everything and did some creative um so when
0: you went to school what did you study, then uh, were you studying in Texas?
1: I just went to a junior college, okay. and so I was, I, studying in school were not my strong points. No, by me any too. Means. Yeah. Got not it. even in the least. I was I, not. I went to college least. a bunch of times. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't the least bit. So I, I, I actually was just going to get my basics. Yes. And but I ultimately thought I would end up in fashion merchandising.
0: Me too. Yeah. Distributive Education, <laughs> Clubs of America. Well, almost got to the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale.
1: Did you really? Almost. This is I true. designed
0: my own clothes uh, for a fashion show. Broke break dancing on stage in, in clothes that I designed with my grandmother's help.
1: Really? So yeah,
0: there's a little that's bit about me.
1: Fascinating! Fashion marketing. <laughs> oh, I was there. I think you're way ahead of me. But... No, I yeah. was there. So and yeah, because you... they had the Art Institute in Dallas. So that's yes. where I was ultimately hoping to be.
0: And did mm-hmm. you at least visit? Oh
1: yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, I had a visit. I yeah. never went to the Art Institute. Yeah, no, I didn't either. But we can, I but we can say we were there.
0: We were there. <laughs> that was to, our goal. <laughs> well, you say, I've been to the Art Institute for lunch. <laughs> they have a good salad bar. You know, so,
1: I told you not to make me laugh. <laughs> no, I will make you laugh. I,
0: now, last night, full disclosure, you thought the podcast was last night. I did, and you had your your voice was gone. It was coming and
1: going. Well, last week we just my uh, my husband didn't feel well, and so we had done this trip to Kansas City, and I'm like, you better not get me sick. Oh. so anyway, whatever little funk he had got passed on to me so oh, but it's it's has gone oh, and over and i'm yay. hoping i'm not contagious
0: yay we're back <laughs> yes yeah. all right we're back in dallas mm-hmm. advertising business and you're doing you're learning the advertising business and that's one of your dad's uh-huh. schemes uh-huh. if i could put it that way
1: <laughs> he was actually learning all along the way himself
0: and you were helping him (laughs) while he was learning all right so how did he get involved in the advertising business and then drag you into it
1: i think he just on a whim thought it seemed like a good idea he had this idea that he would go it was back when coupons were so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um so big and he had this idea he it was called business to business Uh distribution and that he would just go door to door distributing coupons so yeah
0: so was it successful did he have any success of it how long did that last?
1: Temporarily, it was a temporary. How long did it last? Uh, maybe a maybe a couple of years. A Couple of years. Yeah. Let's just and you spent the whole years. time in
0: Dallas, Texas, in that area. In um, the
1: area, mm-hmm. actually, on uh, North Richland Hills, that Grapevine area that's grown so much. I don't know if you ever spent any time in Texas, but no, the area has flourished and it's. Yeah, it's grown.
0: So, any fun times there? Any yeah. experiences in Dallas besides work, work, work?
1: No, no, no. It was fun. I, I always probably choose fun above work. Oh, for <laughs> so sure. Unfortunately, sometimes. You better. Yeah, yeah. We
0: don't work um, to live or live to work. We yeah. You know, work because it's a necessity, yeah. it. and then you go out and you have fun. Mm-hmm.
1: We did. We did. So- we. It was actually a pleasure to be able to work and spend that time with my dad. We got to know each yes. other. Um, really, really well. Um, we learned how to communicate and, and what were ways that were not um, good ways to communicate with one another. Okay. Um, so it was, a, it was a good time for us. It was a really good time, too, for Brian and I um, because it, I believe, made us know... And it just put so... We both put so much effort into the beginning stages of our
0: relationship and our love. So I'm sure that it added concrete to the relationship because he or you could have said this is too much and gone separate ways uh-huh. but because you did not that solidifies everything that means that you you are meant to be together uh-huh. you know for uh-huh. lack of a better term uh, so you got Brian you're the man and uh-huh. you you're it pal uh-huh. so yeah there's you're stuck with this girl and that's a wonderful thing uh-huh. so cool and then after Dallas after the advertising business, anything else in Dallas or you well, hightailed it out of it?
1: I no, I, I stayed for about a year and after, um,
0: after the business closed no, up. No,
1: actually just through that whole process of okay. the first year about a year, um, year and a half. Um, I um I bought my first car there. I had a little R X seven and uh-huh, I had uh, a little yeah. Dogs, yeah, Mazda and it was a, a little stick ship and that was a lot of fun. So I um so, yeah, after that, I decided, well, I need to get a little serious about school. And I moved to back home to the Fayetteville area.
0: Fayetteville, yeah. To go to
1: the U of A. All right. Well, big yeah. suey. We. You did it. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not graduated. Oh,
0: okay. We'll kiss. We'll kiss I jump in that
1: you. little RX-7 and it's hollowed down. Spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. No, nope, no, nope, don't go look me up. I don't have a degree. Okay. Um, we would, um, I would get up. In the morning and think oh I'm gonna go to class I'm gonna do it I'm gonna be so good I'm gonna go to class and I had a choice it was 50 50 if I went left I could zoom right into Fayetteville and right. be on time and be at my class or I would look at my watch and I'd go I can be in Little Rock in two and a half hours yes you can <laughs> if I go really fast yes you can
0: in your RX7 and that's what I would do <laughs>
1: So that's really what I did, Dan. I so I, Lynette's tooling I down made. I forty and, and I am um,
0: getting to uh, Little Rock yep. to go see mm-hmm. her her love. Yep,
1: exactly. Yep. And and so yeah, I ended up here. <laughs> and and you just ended up I,
0: staying here where, more than going to school. Exactly.
1: So instead of getting the degree, I ended up getting. <laughs> moving down here and right. getting a job. And,
0: and a war, what year would this be? Probably 90, 91, or maybe early 90s? Uh, what,
1: it what was eight, late, late 80s. Uh uh-huh. Because our daughter was born 90. So, oh,
0: fantastic. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Spoiler alert. She's yeah. got a kid. I do. <laughs> at least one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when did you actually get married then?
1: Um, 89.
0: 89. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. All right. And, and you got married here in the Little Rock area?
1: No, we got married in the Glass Chapel in Eureka Springs.
0: Oh, that's a that's supposed to be a real pretty place. I, mm-hmm. I've been invited to go there, but unfortunately mm-hmm. I already had other weddings booked. Uh, I, I DJ uh, uh-huh. For the people that don't know yet, really, you've been listening to how many of these podcasts? <laughs> yes, you know I'm a DJ. So, uh... Yeah, how was Eureka Springs and the, in the Glass Chapel? I've seen glorious. pictures. Yeah,
1: it's beautiful. It was very beautiful. It was an evening wedding, so there were candles, and it was, you know, close family. And, and then we actually, we were laughing about this um, this weekend because we drove back that night. And stayed the night in Little Rock, and then caught a flight and went to Cancun for our honeymoon. Oh, so, how yeah. Nice. So yeah, it was kind of funny because we were both exhausted, but you know, there weren't any flights to Rika Springs. There wasn't even an airport in that area at that time. So. Yeah, usually most
0: most people will tell you the first night, don't expect anything on your honeymoon. (laughs) Just go to sleep, get a good night's sleep.
1: You'll make up for it on the honeymoon, (laughs) and then you'll make
0: up for it. That's right. So you're spending some time in Cancun. That was nice. Was Was that your first time out of America? No,
1: I've been to Mexico before with my family family um, living. Well, with my family living in Brownsville, we would go over to Matamoros.
0: What's Brownsville?
1: Brownsville, Texas. It's right there in the Gulf, very, very tip of the. um, Okay. You look at the. If you're looking at a map, it's the very, very southernmost part, and then Matamoros, Mexico, is right over the Rio Grande.
0: We're learning geography with (laughs) (laughs) Lynette. That's fantastic. Uh, so you've been to, to, to Mexico, but Cancun? How was that? That how was, was the nice. honeymoon. It
1: was wonderful. Yes. We were we were young and we were inexperienced, and we did not have very much money, and we did not care for any of the Mexican cuisine because it was authentic, not what we knew yeah. as here. Yeah. And I was it's paranoid about, about drinking the water and the ice, and but it was amazing. It was all about us. So um, we did have to call my father-in-law, and and um, he did come give us some money so we could. Pay for our parking yeah. <laughs> we had left and so um, yeah we weren't, we weren't necessarily very good planners um, well, that's
0: a good thing about family is uh, you can always count on family or usually more often than not family uh-huh. you can count on stick with your relatives as you can you know friends blood is is important because you can always go mom I need help dad I need help and they're usually going to help you aren't they uh-huh. yeah that's yeah. what and that's what we do for our kids. So, very quickly, you had children? Mm-hmm. You got Chloe. married?
1: Mm-hmm. We had our daughter, Chloe. Yay, Chloe. Yeah. Yep.
0: And how, how did that feel, becoming a oh, mother? That was mama. amazing.
1: I always knew at a very, very young age that I wanted to be a mother. I mean, um, with, with my mother being a teacher, yeah. and education was so important in our family, and my brother continued, and he's still continuing his education, he's a... Um, uh, works for the National Weather Service. He's a meteorologist, and Dig it. so yeah, it's very cool. Is he the guy
0: that comes over my radio whenever there's a tornado coming?
1: He's not the specific guy, but all he's right. the one that does helps. I mean, it, they're all specific to your area yes. regionally, but. He um, he's the one that does all the science and the math and the hard work behind. That's it's fantastic. all hard work. I'm not saying it's on hard work. Oh, I'm but he's sure. the one that does the behind the scenes, and and he lives in Idaho, so yes. he um, right. is really he has to know the fire, you know, the weather for the fires. Uh, they're so big, the wildfires in the summers, yeah. and then the flooding in the spring. Such an summer. important job. It is. It's an yeah. amazing job. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, yeah. be proud of him, of course. I'm very proud of him. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so, yeah. And so and education was brother? really my one brother, and education okay. was just so important in our family. But I just knew, like always, I wanted to be a wife and a mother. And and I think, yes, it would have probably been fine to go ahead and continue with my degree. But if you know what you're gonna do and you're passionate about it and what you want, then well, first I was, of all, you
0: wanted to be a wife. You exactly. mentioned you mentioned that right off in uh-huh. your bio, and then you said mother right off in your bio. <laughs> so you did those things I by did. ninety. You were both.
1: Yeah, I was. And how
0: did that feel? How did that change your life? I
1: love being a mother. I love it so much. Um, It was wonderful. Um, Chloe was just the light of my life. It just, parenthood really does change you. it was, it was wonderful to be able... We kind of grew up together. I had her when I was 22, so okay, yeah. I feel like we've kind of grown up. I mean, I know I'm the mother, but it, it's, it was a wonderful experience to be a younger mother mm-hmm. and for us to experience so many things and to have this energy and this... Um, I mean, I would get down on the floor with her and play with her and all her friends, and I was very involved, homeroom mom, um, all those things. I mean, it, it, being a mother was a priority, so That's any type right. of job or profession or anything I've ever done was always second to whatever her schedule and her so needs at were. at this
0: point, were you having to work outside of the house?
1: I did. I worked part-time at the colony shop, which was a ladies' fashion boutique at the time. Um, they were throughout the, throughout the state of Arkansas. Were you able enough. to
0: take the kid uh, to work sometimes? Maybe? Everybody I, I, loved her. It
1: was so amazing. When she was yes, small. yes. It was so. She's a nice accessory. Oh, she was with her big old bow. And even somebody commented on a, I had a Facebook post um, yesterday and someone commented, um, she's expecting. So oh, we made the yes. announcement that it's a girl. And so.
0: I've already stalked your Facebook page. I know. <laughs> if you're expecting. I saw the puff of smoke. It was pink.
1: <laughs> it was pink.
0: Yay. <laughs> okay. So if you didn't know yet. Yeah, now you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, even someone commented. They are like, oh, I wish Colony Shop was still there. So, Chloe's little daughter would be able to go and pick out a little Duny and Burke. So,
0: yeah. So, where was Colony Shop? Where it were was you li- in you were...
1: Lakewood Village. It was in North Little Rock. We lived Living in village. Living around this area mm-hmm.
0: yeah. in Maumel, yeah, North, North Little, little Rock, Rock mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Since, since you got married. Yes. You've been in the same area. We have. Well, cool. That's we staying have. power. Uh, so, 90, you, you, Chloe... Uh, colony shop not there anymore how long were you at the colony shop
1: 11 years See, you do have
0: staying power. And See, I feel like thing. I don't
1: because I feel you very do. fickle you, about so many things. But you, you like I'm to here do different thing. things. Go on I, tomorrow. I, I like
0: to have my hands in different things, but but I I, I, I have I my stay. staying power. Yeah, I've, my been due time. Oh, yeah? I've been in radio since '86. Oh yeah. since 86. Well, there you go. My mom keeps telling me to get a real job. Well, maybe I will. It's <laughs> a I real will. job. <laughs> you know, you're paying your bills. You, you know, we do what we can, right? And I guess, yeah, I got a day job somewhere. But, and the podcasting that's something just just recent mm-hmm. doesn't make any money but I have mm-hmm. fun talking to people um, so Lynette Wyatt uh, Mason we are chit chatting about you and you're telling people about your life and, and how you became who you are right now so go on go on
1: um so after my 11 years at the colony shop i have always been excited about travel in any format if it's my mother's always lived about three hours away i mean even if it's just for the weekend jumping in my vehicle and taking my family i mean it just felt like mini road trip but i'm on the road i'm going i'm exploring and um, there was an opportunity at the time Um, i don't even oh i do remember my friend she was a flight attendant for Southwest Airlines and they at the the same airlines
0: that that help you keep your relationship together
1: exactly and so um, so they were at the time interviewing and apparently the interview process was like this really big deal so if you got an interview that was like exciting and if you made it past the second level or the first the first and second level that was like a really big deal it was to me of course and so I got a job at their customer call service area As and so I, I did that for a while. But that's
0: not that's not the flight service. I think my mother had the similar job at Delta where she had the headphones on and you
1: did both flights, I guess. Yeah, and you. That's what you were doing. I did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really cool. And then I trained to be a customer care rep for a little while, and that was Mm -hmm. fun. And so we only did that for a few years. Um, I would.
0: <laughs> but but cheap flights, cheap or free free oh, flights, were, right? They
1: were amazing. Yeah. You just you just you just grabbed a yeah you. That was flew one for thing. Free. When, when Mom worked <laughs> for Delta, then, I was everywhere. Yeah, exactly. We had family
0: trips yeah, everywhere, and yeah. I'm guessing you did too.
1: Yeah, we did. Where'd you go? Yeah, like if Chloe, like I remember, I don't remember what grade she was learning about the coast and the redwoods, and I said do you want to go? And we just jumped on a plane. And you could fly for, you know, for a certain discounted rate on other airlines, too. So that was always awesome. And um, our first trip to Hawaii, same thing. We jumped on United and and, and flew to Hawaii. Um,
0: was Mr. Brian able to break away from what oh, he was we doing? Oh, we
1: did. We broke him away multiple times. Um, but, yeah, it was a great experience for Chloe growing up yes. um, to get to fly. Um
0: and experience life experience what she was studying in school and and being able to go back to the kids in school and say hey you know what I did I saw that stuff it would be so
1: weird because they would be like opening her textbook and you know doing homework and there's a picture and it's explaining by definition coast coastline redwoods and she's like I got to see those. That's right. And we we kind of reenacted that same one of our, our first trip to the redwoods um, a couple of years ago. We took a mother-daughter road trip. Oh, and sweet. And we boy. were gone and we hit a bunch of national parks and ultimately we were making it to the redwoods um, in northern California and it was it was amazing for her to get to experience it all those years later and and it more than lived up to her expectation you know from her memory as a child so yes. yeah it was, that was did a, you
0: did you feel the memories did you do a lot uh, of crying a lot of we, hugging oh remember that
1: <laughs> well i don't know hugging on the trees for sure yes <laughs> We're tree huggers so yeah and she. Well, mom
0: and their science instilled that to you from an early well, age Well, she, she did
1: and it was a really interesting role as a mother to my own daughter who's now an adult because she had this role of, like, a provider, and she just went to work, and, and like, we actually camped, and so she went straight to work and set up our tent and built the fire, and, I mean, it was really an incredible experience for a mother to get to see my daughter be so grown up I guess you're and, looking at and her saying I
0: did good I, I raised that <laughs> I'm so
1: proud you of her you made a little
0: human Yeah, and there she is a tapping away on the society. little hammer yeah setting
1: yeah. up her shelter for the night go get a mom <laughs> was awesome you took care of her she's taking care of you <laughs>
0: yeah it was really cool all right yeah. Lynette Wyatt Mason we are continuing through mm-hmm. you have Chloe and you're done with the the, the dress shop the boutique <laughs> and you're working uh now doing the call center for Southwest Airlines, but getting able uh, able to travel all over. And Where did you go? I mean, besides the Redwoods and mm-hmm. the coast,
1: mm-hmm. where else did you go? Um, we just mainly stayed within the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to all the states except for Alaska. So, wow. Yeah, so we mainly just stayed. Ooh, Alaska.
0: Mm-hmm. Shots fired.
1: We're going someday. <laughs> we haven't made it there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we just... I, We just went mainly at the time because Chloe was younger and I was kind of more into cities and the culture, um, the museums and zoos because she was younger. That's mainly what we did. We would go into um, Chicago and St. Louis. St. Louis is always a very um, family-friendly city and it's very easy to get around. their zoos and their museums are free. The, the people of the city pay their own special taxes. Where visitors who can come in, it's pretty incredible because
0: that is pretty cool. To, to be like able to have, I like a zoo. I like a museum.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I, and I mean all the museums—not just art, but history and science—and they're incredible if you've not ever gone. So, all right, St.
0: Louis tourism. Go, yeah. go take the walking tour. <laughs>
1: it's awesome. Yeah. And so, we, and I, also, I would always—it's um, really important for her to understand, and just for myself too. How to use the, the metro system. So we would um, at a very early age. I remember I said, "Where do you want to go on spring break? And I'm spring break, and I'm crossing my fingers like beach, beach. Right. And she's like, "Oh, we're learning about the Supreme Court. Can we go to Washington, D.C.?" So, There's no beach
0: in Washington D.C. So, unless you go to the Potomac.
1: Exactly. So we head off to Baltimore, and we commute by train, and it was just a really good learning experience for both of us. To, That's cool. Yeah. And,
0: and this is just this is mother daughter. Mother daughter. Okay. Mm-hmm. And poor brian gotta No to work.
1: tags wrong sometimes, but ah. but yeah, you're right. Poor Brian. Poor Brian. <laughs> he likes to refer to himself as Eeyore with the little cloud. Oh, the what? Eeyore
0: from Winnie the Pooh. Oh, oh, no. Oh. no! This is my best Eeyore. Sorry.
1: It's a joke. We just have fun with it. Oh, no, that's cool. Okay,
0: well, it, it man, it sounds like you have a good life so far. So good. You got the husband. You got the, the Chloe, uh, child number one, born in 90. And you're traveling throughout these great United States. And where do we go from here, Lynette. Wyatt Mason.
1: Well, we went to Hawaii.
0: You went to Hawaii.
1: And then we had a little Maui Wowie is what we call him. What That'd is that? be my son Wyatt. Wyatt. <laughs> then, right. along Wyatt. <laughs> and then along came Wyatt.
0: Then yeah. along came and, Wyatt. Okay, he was made in Hawaii, mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> Fantastical. Okay, alright, so it is a romantic island. So uh, Anything else happened in Hawaii? Or was that the main thing?
1: <laughs> no, lots of things happened in okay. Hawaii. Um, have you ever been? No, I've you never been. You been to Hawaii? No. Do you want to go? I do want to oh go. Oh my gosh, I tell everybody if you want to go, you have to go. Alright, I'll go. <laughs> Please go. And as soon as I (laughs) get off
0: work. Uh nope, that doesn't happen. Got a day job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um so get a job at an airline.
0: I will. (laughs) I'm gonna have to do that. I'll be like so you, my mama and, and my stepdad. He works at American.
1: Yeah. So, yes. Oh, see, you they
0: fly everywhere. And yes, I probably could you fly could. to Hawaii pretty cheaply. You totally being a, could. A, being a level two, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'd
1: probably get, you know, you'd be on standby for a while. but yeah. It's all good.
0: Have at least one person working in your family at the airline. You get cheap flights. How about that? <laughs> you get to fly
1: standby. <laughs> There's a tip
0: from from Miss Miss Wyatt Mason there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah. So um, now there are amazing things to do in yes. Maui. Um, anyway. We did the road to Hana, which is incredible. Okay. Um, That's just the scenic route that goes to the other side of the island with all the amazing waterfalls along the coastline. That was the island of Maui.
0: Maui. Mm-hmm. Maui, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, you yeah. said Maui, Waui, yeah. and yes, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so um, yeah, we did tons of tourist things that you know the people do.
0: poi, oh, without big a doubt, roast, exactly. You name
1: it, all check, check, check. Okay, yeah, awesome. You checked
0: all the boxes off, the, off the tourism in Hawaii. We
1: did. All right, we, we know.
0: We all know what they are. Let's yeah. find out more about why it.
1: Yeah, I
0: want to know. Yeah. All right baby number two
1: baby number two coming along he Yay. was a big big boy he weighed almost 10 pounds 10 pounds yeah. that's a man yeah did,
0: did dad Pretty give much. out cigarettes <laughs> to him uh cigars to him too exactly hey, you're a man here you go
1: right <laughs> off the bat boom <laughs> no.
0: No, don't smoke it's bad for you okay next
1: <laughs> so yeah so Wyatt was born and then there went my job <laughs> i'm like no more travel <laughs> screeching halt okay um but that was okay because but you were i was still able committed. to work at the
0: call center or no, you had I, the two kids no
1: i i you stopped, I, work, I decided stopped to, working outside yeah, of the house. I did.
0: Full time, mama. Full time. Hardest mom at job in the point. world. Yes. 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 You're a doctor. You're a nurse. Yeah. You're a lawyer. Indian mm-hmm. chief. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Am I allowed to say Indian chief anymore? Probably not. Oh, probably I'm gonna get in not. trouble for that. One. You
1: might. <laughs> I'm so
0: sorry. Oh well. I blurbed. I never edit these things.
1: <laughs> so yeah. So yeah many different hats for yes. sure many yes. many different hats
0: so motherhood full time yeah shifting into a whole nother it is part of your life what year was this when why Wyatt, um, Wyatt
1: was born in 2000 yes yeah and so 10 years apart i have two basically two only children and, or we do. Yeah. And um, but yeah, it was it was a good.
0: How did Chloe feel about that? Um,
1: Chloe wanted it. Like she would sit oh, on okay. Santa Claus's lap and say, "I want a baby brother or a sister."
0: Yeah? Oh. So she always wanted so a sibling. for ten years she wanted this. She
1: really did.
0: And she really she's got did. this.
1: She does.
0: How does she do helping out with the baby brother? She was
1: amazing. She's still amazing. She really is.
0: I, I already know she's amazing. You've mm-hmm. you've talked so highly about mm-hmm. Chloe. Yeah. So tell me about Wyatt. How? So
1: Wyatt. is 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 progressing you know it's he was a little bit of a he we did have to have an emergency c-section so he's kind of been a little (laughs) difficult from the very beginning okay um but he um yeah i'm glad i was able to be home with him because from, from the early early stages of his since his birth i mean he was a difficult baby he cried a lot um I drove him around. I, I had a jogging stroller. I was teeny, 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 tiny because he <laughs> just pushed him around in a jogging stroller basically all day. And then when that didn't work, I drove him around. And um, just to get him to quit crying because he would just would never stop crying.
0: Wow. Uh- but
1: he did develop like he hit all his milestones okay. at, a, at a normal um, at a normal stage when he should be, you know, hitting them. We joined a play group here in Mommel. At that time, we lived in we had, we're at this at that point we were here in Maumel uh-huh. and um, it was it was like a really incredible um, opportunity for all mothers at the time, especially. I don't even know if they're still active, but we have a Mom Mom-El, Mommy and Me, and that was just a group of women stay-at-home moms, and then they break down into smaller groups and smaller play groups geared toward your age um, of your child and just created some amazing friendships and uh, bonds with those women and their families and their children. So that was kind of a lifesaver. Yeah, had you had a, a
0: lot of friends in this town before oh,
1: that? definitely. I mean, yeah, because of I've the i felt shop, like a, guessing, oh, and, oh, yes, wonderful. Working. Yes, definitely. Good friendships, good relationships. But you um, made
0: some... some <clears throat> Inter- some better. Or different relationships well, in the community. Well, it's a different season
1: of life. Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, People I had Chloe's, light-times. Chloe's friends, and all her parents and her families, and all those wonderful friendships. And then you have school and all those friendships and and all those wonderful connections. Because she, of course, through the years, she's involved in swim team in the community, and she became a cheerleader, and huh, and so just like Mama. Well, there, we were definitely we're different, but but she, you know, she's she stayed um, academically um, a, a little more on course than i did and um but she um so yeah there were all those connections and all those friendships but this was a a, you know new mom new new child new way of life being home full time so yeah
0: yeah stay at home mom Mm -hmm. and then brian how did how did he feel about this and i i'm gonna put my two cents i'll recommend it if if you're thinking about becoming parents if one of you has to work twice as hard to keep the other one at home it's so good for the kids mm-hmm. to have at least one parent be it the be it, you know one or the other at home with the children it's so good for them mm-hmm. what do you think it's
1: been a blessing for us it's been a real big blessing for our family because um brian has of course made sacrifices and 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 i, I mean i honestly remember when everyone had cell phones i did not have a cell phone yes. and and i we didn't do certain things and we didn't eat out and because we made sacrifices because it was just we were trying to live within our means to live be able simply, to yeah you know, to be able to stay for for me to be able to stay home with our fam- our children and, and you know so take what care kind of, of work family. is brian doing he's in grocery management
0: that's fantastic yeah. everybody yeah. needs groceries yeah we do. have you seen the size of me i need groceries <laughs> i don't need that many groceries <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yes uh, so, okay so yeah. excellent yeah. and So, he's working hard Mm -hmm. outside of the house to provide. You're working hard inside the house to provide. Mm -hmm. And you're taking care of Wyatt. And you say Wyatt is progressing. Uh, How so? Wyatt growing up? He's
1: growing up meeting all his milestones. Like, you know, we'd be in playgroup. And um, he's saying his basic, simple words, um, walking and, you know, talking all at a normal um, age when he's supposed to be doing it. And then... um, um, at the time, we did not know they were seizures, but okay. we now know since birth he was having seizures. And um, when he was just a few months old, we noticed, I was we were outside, he was born in June, so we were laying in the hammock and he has this beautiful dark skin, he has this beautiful skin that tans very beautifully. Mm. And... Um, I noticed these white spots on it on his back and I was very alarmed by them and I took him inside and they were more um, you could see them really I mean with him being out in the Sun and his skin a little red from the Sun you could really see the white marks and so I called of course my you know Brian and had him come and look and that was my first like indication "Mm, there might be something a little different something's wrong and we took him to Arkansas Children's Hospital okay. and they did a skin biopsy. And
0: how old was he at this point? He
1: was only a few months old okay. at that point point. and um, they did several skin biopsies on him and he went to Grand Rounds and the doctor at the time told me what he thought that it was but because the skin biopsies came up inconclusive they couldn't for sure say what his diagnosis was but he thought all along he had tuberous sclerosis which is a genetic disorder. Um, And so I was, as a young mother to Wyatt, I was basically panicked, and and Mm -hmm. I was very fearful, and I was also very religious i was very adamant in my faith that he will not have that yeah and he will be well and he will meet those milestones so when i mentioned always meeting his milestones as a young mom i was very pleased and thought oh we're doing good we're fine sure um but because he was a boy and chloe was a girl and it was 10 years apart things were so different all the the signs that now i know were indications there was something that wasn't right yes um He, um, people would just say, oh, it's, well, he's a boy and it's, you know, he had a girl and they're all different, but I now know that those were signs that, that he actually was not developing the way he should have, and he was having seizures at that time.
0: So, okay, so he, he was having seizures and, and they think it was, what was the disease again?
1: It's tuberous sclerosis. And and that's a genetic disorder, um, and he basically... What does
0: it do? Yeah. Um,
1: well, he has benign tumors on his brain, Okay, is what he has. And so at three, he had a very severe seizure, and we took him in back to children's, and that's when he was diagnosed officially with that diagnosis. So,
0: so this doctor, back when he was a few months old, mm. had it right? He did. Man, that's yeah. a good doctor.
1: Was a very good doctor. He yeah, was a give skin doctor, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And how did that affect you? Uh, how did that affect Wyatt? Mm-hmm. Growing up, developing. well,
1: he does not. He's not diagnosed with autism, but he's on the spectrum. Yeah. So he had and still does a lot of sensory issues. Okay. And um, autism is a
0: blanketing uh, it, uh, it diagnosis. Mm-hmm. It, there's many uh, levels on the spectrum. There are. So mm-hmm. high functioning. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: no. Does, no. And how, how do you deal? No. So. um... So, basically, we were just pretty determined to get and seek all the help that Wyatt, you know, that we could. Yes. And as his parents, and meet all of his health needs, and so he went, um, he's been through several different programs and therapies, and he went to elementary school and middle school. Mm and he did well i mean he did he, he went through each of his grades at one point he had a para which was th- those years were amazing he had a para assistant who was with him in elementary school and that was incredible but
0: for the most um, part regular classes no, uh, with other kids or he no. had his, i mean his special i mean in classes. grade
1: school it was it was regular classes yes. with, with the regular with all the other students okay. um but yeah and then in middle school he was in a um a separate classroom
0: okay and yeah. chloe helping all the way
1: chloe helping all the way but chloe at this point is getting older she yes. left you know at 18 and at eight you know he's still still very young and um so yeah um, right. but that, yeah that's so we've i don't know how far up you want to you <laughs> how far me. we jump this ahead your, i'm, I'm ready to story. kind of jump ahead if you want to this jump is ahead into, you, you, to current day you you, you go as far <laughs> as
0: far or as little i mean because you could help people uh, deal with certain things, uh, you know how you dealt with these issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, with you know, you, with Chloe, you had one type of, of parenting, and then with Wyatt, you had a different type of parenting. Mm-hmm. I did very but much. Both so. types are t- a type of parenting. Yeah,
1: exactly. I very much did have different two different types. Um, so yeah, I think ultimately, yes, that would be my goal is to be able to. Um, Help there be more of an awareness yes. of um, people, children specifically. Uh, now, since why it's nineteen, aging children who are now becoming adults into our world, um, just more of an awareness and an understanding, which is why I started and created the Highways Hope and Homemade Cookies page.
0: Highways Hope and Homemade Cookies. Exactly. Now. Wyatt is 19 is
1: 19
0: 19 years old yes how is he living now how's he how how's how, how he doing
1: he now lives with us yes and he's still currently with us we when you are a family with a special needs child mm-hmm. that is not able to live independently okay you have to apply and get legal guardianship mm-hmm. so we are in that process it's been a very long process Uh, We have an attorney. I'm sure before
0: before he was 18, you you had started. Well, we
1: had to officially wait until he actually turned 18. But we started, you know, the beginning stages of that. And so, yes, so we are actually, we've already been to court, and and we are his legal guardians. And so, at this point now... um, I do my best job possible to keep Wyatt, uh, basically, um, happy and teaching him life skills. And along with the whole idea of the Highway's Hope and Homemade Cookies is we, I've discovered in the last year and a half, his love of travel. Okay. And so, in our days, much like when he was an infant and a toddler and he cried all day. Right, you put um, him in the stroller? Or you I put him in the, the stroller and I drive him around, the, around the and that's what I do. And that's how I discovered that. I discovered about two years ago, um, he would be happiest, listening, like a lot of teenagers, listening to the music and driving around. And and I, I determined that if we, the further we went and the more we could... Explore and the more that we could do the more he was learning and because why is verbal, but he's Dealing with so many different sensory issues. Okay um, He doesn't always talk all the time and he's real repetitive and he'll tend to repeat a lot of, of the same exact conversations But every once in a while there'll be a little blurb or a little tiny bit of information that he'll relay back to me where I know he's getting it. I know he's getting every single thing, even when he's in the middle of a seizure and has a seizure. He tells me he hears me talking to him, and he says, "Mommy, it's okay. I hear you talking to me. I'm okay. I'm gonna be okay." And so, um, so that is kind of bringing me to current day where I am now, and at the season that we are in our life right now. Um, is we don't really know where our future's gonna go with Wyatt and what that's gonna look like for him, but um, I just really wanted to start this page and help make an awareness for anyone that's on any spectrum that their needs maybe be a little different to just to continue and not give up and to find something, like that one thing for them um, where you know that it's helping them and it makes them happy and um and then he's learning
0: so how did you incorporate cookies into this and th- that might be a rhetorical question because it's hey why not cookies yeah yeah, so yeah how did you start with the cookie so making
1: i've always made cookies um and, since
0: mama? Since,
1: oh, since I was, since like, were, I cooked for my family when I was a child. So okay. I would cook our dinners, and I've always enjoyed cooking and baking, and um, I would enter contests, and I don't know, I just, I've just i always loved to do it. And so um, we have a lot of days that are just slow, mm-hmm. and if White's had a seizure that day or he's having an off day and he doesn't, he can't do anything because he had a seizure or he's sleeping. Right. and. You know, I does, bake. Does Wyatt like a cookie? <laughs> he really doesn't. That's what's so funny. He does not <laughs> he like a cookie. It has nothing to do with Wyatt. Nothing. He doesn't eat sugar. That's why there's an <laughs>
0: and in the middle of that. Yeah. So, know. highway's hope would be Wyatt going through the highway. <laughs> yep. Having with some hope.
1: With his mama taking him around everywhere. What kind of things
0: does he like to see on when you're taking those highway trips? Does he like to look... Oh, off the side of the road and, and see trees, or do you stop and, and visit places?
1: Yeah, that's all different, based on kind of why it's needs for the day. And that's a real frustrating thing um, as a mama, because you want to push them. Right. And you want to encourage them, but you can't, especially after they've become, like, in the mindset of, like, almost an adult, but he's mm-hmm. kind of not an adult. You can't force him to do it. So... Um, that's a very frustrating part of our travels is we've pulled up in the most amazing places um, in national parks and cities, and he will re- refuse to get out of the, the Jeep. Like, he absolutely will not move. Not
0: today, Mama. Not
1: today, Mama. It is not happening. But I'm not too discouraged because there could be the day, that could be the day, this could be the day that he gets out. And I'm always proud of him for any, I mean, crowds are a real difficult situation. He could not sit in a restaurant like this. Um, There have been times, and if he's having a really good day, he might. And we do practice, and we do encourage him to go out, and we do um, put him in situations that are uncomfortable for him. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, this would be difficult for him to be. So if we we went this summer to Hershey um, Amusement Park in Pennsylvania, and he did... I mean, just the fact that he got out. It took two hours almost for me to sit there and wait for him to finally get out. But the fact that he got out and walked through all those crowds and got on a ride was just huge, monumental. yeah. got on a ride. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a small child ride. It wasn't a big, huge. Yeah, but still, like, these are milestones. Yeah, they're huge for him to overcome, all of those. And so, um, so, yeah, so that's why I do it is because it's always constantly encouraging and pushing him and um, he loves waterfalls to answer your question. Waterfalls are probably his absolute favorite thing. Um, to go and see. And so he'll get
0: out for a waterfall. He will waterfall. get
1: out for a waterfall. If he's okay. having a good day yeah. and he's not having any issues, either physically or in his mind, he will, if it's especially, and that's what I do. That's where I do on my slow days, if I'm not in the kitchen baking, um, I am doing research. I'm constantly looking up things and learning of new places and, and that are accessible um, and that would be a short hike. Like Tim Ernst has a hiking book that's just Arkansas waterfalls, so. So in the rainy season in the rainy season that's what we're doing, and when everybody else is like, it's pouring rain, they're not out. I mean, you know, some real waterfall hunters are out there, but sure. he loves it. Like we both, and my husband will go along a lot on those. He'll even t- take off work on a rainy day, and they know rainy, you know, rainy day waterfall season, we're out there. And I know our some photographers
0: that that look for things, natural things mm-hmm. in this in this great state of Arkansas. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and and I could see waterfalls up up sixty five, but mm-hmm. do, do you take pictures?
1: Oh, I do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what do you yeah. like to
0: do when you go see these waterfalls? Yeah,
1: it's just it's just the the like the thrill and the activity of actually going. I mean, I mean, you can't sometimes you can get your camera out but i'm not gonna risk my big big good camera but um but yeah we it's just it's the act of doing it and being like ever present in the moment of the actual hike and then getting to the waterfall and then and then
0: experiencing the majesty exactly yeah Yeah. it's beautiful yeah and and you've seen these things and, and you've been all through these states but how far have you gone with wyatt it, it, it's far you're, you're in central Arkansas. <laughs> we How are. How far have you gone? Yeah,
1: this year specifically. Last summer we went as far as Glacier National Park. Where's that? Glacier National Park is in Montana on the Canadian border. Oh, beautiful. So, okay. yeah. I've so heard my, good things. Yeah, it's incredible. It's gorgeous. And so my brother lives in Idaho. So uh, we were staying with him, and I just looked it up, and I'm like, Travis, how far is Glacier? And it was about seven hours. So I took Wyatt, and my nephew actually went with us on that trip. Okay. So that was pretty incredible. So,
0: nephew on who? On my brother's son. Oh, brother's son. Okay. So, yeah.
1: So he went with us. And so that was last year. It's like as far north as we've been. And then just recently we were on a trip, and dad was along on this one. And we went across to California up the whole uh, coastline, 1 101. Through Oregon, California, Oregon, into Washington, over to Seattle, and then back down into uh, Yellowstone, and then home.
0: Just the two of you? All three of us. Oh, the so, third thing yeah. you got? Dad the, tagged
1: the, along on that one. Oh, yeah. Dad
0: did get it. Oh, yeah. uh, yes, Brian. Yeah. You got some time off. Yeah, he did. Good deal. He did. All he right.
1: And then we went earlier in the summer as far east as you can go. We went to Pennsylvania and went out to the coast. Um, Virginia Beach and all of that area.
0: So, when did you start the Highways Hope page and and why? I, I know the, a little bit about the why, but when did you start that?
1: I actually started, it's kind of a sad story. Please. <laughs> um, and that's what I, where the hope kind of ties in. Mm-hmm. Um, Wyatt is a part of a study. Mm-hmm. So, he's on, um out of Great Britain and he was first introduced to the CBD oil um, about four years ago. Mm-hmm. And he started having, the seizures did lessen. Mm. I mean, he was having hundreds within a month type, you know, um, time span. And so definitely the seizures did decrease and the severity of them decreased. But we then have a whole nother set of Problems and there were a lot of behavioral issues, yeah. and um, so for about a year.
0: How, how so with the behavior? How did it change? It changed.
1: Like immensely, like, from like
0: angry, yes, like outbreaks, yes,
1: or. and it became very physical. Ooh. Um, and no one ever thinks in their life, in all of their life, and this is one of other than privately with family or friends. I've never really spoke about it, but um, it was abusive to not just himself, but to my, to to me and to my husband. And there's absolutely no no one in this world wakes up one day and thinks, oh, I'm going to be in an abusive relationship, and they certainly never think they're going to be in an abusive relationship with their own child mm-hmm. in any way, and we love our children, and but we were living in fear, absolute fear. I mean, I would run to the bathroom and lock myself in the bathroom until my husband could come home, or if Wyatt was having an extremely bad day, I would have to see my sweet husband be like physically hurt by my son. and. We had amazing people who would come and help us. Our local police would come and help us. Um, I don't want anyone to live in fear. No. And I was living in the dark, truly, with Wyatt on the couch one day. And the light was such a sensory problem for him at the time, and I truly, to give it to you visually, literally and figuratively sitting in the the dark, we had even covered up anywhere that light would come through our windows, through our plantation shutters in our home, we would cover them. And I could only keep him calm. I had certain routines that would keep him calm. And I was sitting there one day in the dark, and I'm like, I... I mean, I have wonderful family, wonderful friends, but it's very isolating. Yeah. And um, you're mentally and physically being affected in every possible way. And I have always loved Instagram.
0: Yes. And I had
1: found myself withdrawing even from social media um, on Facebook. Yes. So, um, but creatively, um, my other Instagram account, I would just... I would be inspired and I would see stories and I would see visually places and just the creativity and the support, the amazing support I feel like people give each other on Instagram is so complete opposite of what I see on social media through other forums.
0: You'd be surprised at how many people have just broken down to just Instagram. Because it's less drama. It's
1: just, (laughs) it's, yeah. And so I found myself withdrawing from that. And I just said, I want to tell this story. I don't want anyone to be sitting in the dark in any way. I don't want anyone to feel like they can't pull themselves up out of their pit. Mm -hmm. And so I started it. And if you go back, and I have not deleted them, if you go back on my account, it's June twenty second, two 2018. And there's about 100 images that I was going to go back and tell the story to, and I posted them all on one day. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go back and tell the story. And they sat there for six months. How many months. pictures did you post in Maybe one day? Maybe about a hundred. A hundred? I'm pictures guessing. One day. I'm yes. not counting, but it, there were but quite still, a few. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I don't know if that's exact. Now now I feel like I need to go back and count, (laughs) but anyway, um, and I was just sitting there and I'm like, I'm going to tell this story, but that account just sat there empty because I had to deal with our day to day. I was afraid to talk about it. Um, And then at the beginning of the year, I'm like, you know, when everyone's making a resolution, what are we going to do? How are you going to change? I was like, I have to do it. If I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. So I just started with a cookie. I baked them one day, I pulled them out of the oven. I knew that was the day, I knew it was the moment that that sugar cookie melted on my tongue and it was so good and all that nostalgia that comes back and I just stood there crying in my kitchen. I'm like, I can't. I'm so alone. I can't imagine other people feeling this sad and alone yeah. and living in fear and feeling they have no ho- no hope. and. So, I'm like, by golly, I'm posting it. So, I posted it. I posted that picture of that cookie and started telling my story. And it's little by little. little, I'll tell, you know, some days I tell a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Some days I tell a little bit less and just say, you know, happy Friday, have a great day. Um, But then, um, within that same time frame, I've been... Pursuing the travel more with Wyatt, yes, um, and trying to set goals for us as a family, and specifically for him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, so yeah.
0: So that all started with the sugar it cookie. All
1: started with the sugar. Now, cookie. as a
0: parent, with how Wyatt, how you're dealing with Wyatt, you had choices to make. You could have put him in some kind of a home.
1: Oh my goodness, that's so amazing that you said that.
0: Or we were could, told
1: by everybody to do or that. Or
0: you could keep him the doctors told
1: us my parents my mother hung up on me Mm. my mother who I love I love my mother very much I know she loves me and it was all out of love but she hung up on me saying bad words because of the situation we were in and she was like so upset with me that we had not made that choice to do that for Wyatt
0: but you did make a choice
1: we did and here's how Brian and I got through that we both were adamant that we both that we if that was going to be the option for us Mm -hmm. for Wyatt for our family we had to agree at the exact same moment and we never did and then a year ago this month we made a change in his medications okay and it shifted for the better for the worst for the very much better
0: okay yeah and who which doctor is on this one
1: I that's Dr. Mom
0: Doctor, mom, see Doctor another mom. hat. Mother, hardest job in the whole world. No,
1: listen to your instincts, mamas.
0: How did you learn? And just, are you adjusting the meds or, or I what are you doing? I
1: almost instinctively knew initially when our neurologist said, "Try this medication. It will help him. Help him calm. He's not sleeping at night." and truthfully he was just on so many meds yes um and it was just this medicine is supposed to help calm him and help him sleep um but it was just over the period of time within a year he just got so much worse that chemically everything was just off everything was off balance and we had done absolutely every single thing that we could do and I'm like it has I sort of had that mom instinct that gut I'm like I think it's a medicine I think it's a medicine mm-hmm. and um, once we had explored every single option and eliminated process of eliminated sure. then I, I went to that and tried that and within weeks
0: so is this taking some medicine, a away. medicine away
1: mm-hmm. we and took just, it out of his his routine and now a year later we still have difficult days we still have issues so no medicine now no he's still on medicine he's just not on this specific medicine my
0: best friend in the whole world is epileptic and he had plenty of seizures fortunately he got a brain uh uh surgery mm-hmm. and now he's seizure free mm-hmm. he's my age you know, that's best incredible friend since high school, so. yeah and
1: he can drive now because he couldn't driving. drive yeah that's a huge deal and he's a cop so <laughs> yeah that's now, awesome. working for the police I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't
0: think he's a cop but yeah, yeah. but, but uh, he has a job but yes, he's living
1: a different completely different lifestyle
0: any hope on the horizon mm-hmm. in that respect you cannot fix autism with a brain surgery what, what, what can you do mm-hmm. what's the what's the prognosis mama doctor mom
1: Yeah, I don't know. Nobody really knows. So, so yeah, it's we really truly live day day by day, and um, I mean, really, we never know. And that's why when we do travel, it's really incredible because usually those are more usually those days while we travel are better days than most. But fortunately, and being very blessed, we can be pretty flexible um, with our travel. Uh, because sometimes it'll take way longer than we think to get somewhere. Yes. Um, but um, So, no, I don't know what the future's going to hold and what that looks like and what why it's future is going to be like, or our future. But, um, yeah, so we, we just pretty much live day to day. And um, I was just sort of thinking, too, um, I kind of wrote down some thoughts Jeez. just because... You know, I think based on just the title of your podcast, like, What
0: Makes You Famous? Well, the the radio station is Radio What? You can read it two ways. Yeah. Uh, What, the the station, makes Uh you famous or Uh what makes you famous.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I thought about it and prayed about it. Mm Mm-hmm. I asked my husband, and he's like, you're not famous.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Like, I know I'm not famous. You're
0: a little more famous than you were. As soon as you're on this podcast, in about a couple hours when I put this online. I'm like, of
1: course, baby, I know I'm not famous. And so then I explained what the context was, and I, um, he says, so I'm going to give you what he thought, and then I'm going to give you, um, some words from my friend, my best friend, when I spoke with her. But here's what I feel like makes me famous, like in a nutshell.
0: Yes, Lynette and Wyatt I'm Mason.
1: not sure how to like break it down and summarize it because I honestly, I feel like I don't want to, I feel like this already went on so long and, and I don't want to lose people on this. So no if more. I grab anyone's attention, I want to grab it by saying this, and this is how I feel about my life. Um, and it's a quote from Elsie um, from DeWolf. I'm going to make everything around me beautiful. That will be my life. And I love this because of the beauty that's in everything. It's the beauty in the brokenness, it's the beauty in the cracks, it's the beauty um, if you don't have a crack the light can't get in. And, um, and I just think about the darkness that I was sitting in. and. Um, there was no light. And I didn't even... There was
0: literally no light. Literally lights. no
1: <laughs> light. And and I think about just the person that I am and that I was and that what that experience did to me. And um, how you can almost lose yourself in that darkness. And... Um, and I'm always, always, like, hoping for each, every individual person, whether you're a stranger or someone that I've known and loved forever, I want you to be able to just see the beautiful things that are in your life individually for you, Dan. Like, mm-hmm. you personally, what is your beauty and what, what motivates you, what inspires you, what gives you passion, and what makes you truly want to get up the very next day yeah. and live for something, even when you feel like like, I just can't do it. Oh, my gosh, these covers are so cozy, (laughs) or my life is so bleak. Um, I can't get up, but there's this one thing that makes you want to get up, and it's a beauty in something that lights that spark within you. And um, when I was talking to my husband, um, he said, I think for you, it's your compassion And for others and I know that along my path that God designs us and and I was designed in a way that I do have compassion and see people and places in a certain way that because based on my experiences with Wyatt and being a mother and being a wife um, I really know what that pit is like. I really know what that darkness is like. And I know what it's like for someone to feel blessed than. And I also know what it does to me personally to feel isolated and alone and not have a spark. And so when I had the conversation with my friend, who I'm so blessed that she loves me so much, she was like, I want you to be able to say in some way, she's like, I'm not sure how you can convey it, but for people to know that when they feel like, I just can't show up, or, oh, I don't have that energy, or, oh, I don't want to do that, that no matter what, um, do it anyway. Yeah. Buy those shoes, eat the cake, um, go for the hike, take the trip, um, it's just worth it. It's just always worth it and you never regret it and it was a really long process for me and, I, and it was probably the the year in my mindset where it all shifted because I would think oh I can't leave my husband alone with Wyatt or I couldn't leave him alone when it was just Chloe and I and we were younger and, and now with Wyatt it's even more difficult because there were situations where I thought oh he might get hurt. Um, And somewhere, I had this switch, this mindset, Um, and I think it was around the time I hiked the Camino in Spain. I don't know if you're familiar with the Camino de Santiago.
0: I am not. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Please look it up. (laughs) No
0: no lo sé. pero podemos hablar español And
1: it's a very long, um, extended hike that goes from south of France into Spain.
0: How far is this hike?
1: Um, We only did the last portion of it, um, but it was a week. Uh, We hiked about... 20 and 25 miles a day oh yeah
0: that's nothing you know
1: <laughs> and um, and so around that time frame I was like I'm not going to get to do these things and I am sad and life is hard and I could stay in that darkness mm-hmm. but I know that if when my husband comes home and I have an opportunity to go out and be with friends and share in their life and what they love and their children's lives and whatever their activities or whatever it is that's happening in their lives. Or I know that I can go and jump in my Jeep and go do, I can drive wherever and I have my own little routines that I know that I need for that day. If I need a 45 minute drive or I need a 10 minute drive to get me on a trail or get in my kayak, whatever it is i know that i need those and i have to have them and they're not selfish for me to go and to do those and to spend that time with those friends um and to spend that time alone and that it's worth it and so when my friend when i were talking she was like she's like just somehow be able to share that that if you think you don't have that push or that desire, um, do it. Just do it.
0: You have the, that. Well, you have a great family backing you up, and Brian, and you know, previous to that, it was Chloe when she was in the house, and that gave you a little bit of ability to to break free for a moment. You know, you're you are having a full time job in raising Wyatt and making sure that his needs are taken care of, and for you to want to take just a few minutes maybe even a few hours for yourself that is not selfish at all that is something that you need to keep your sanity mm-hmm. <laughs> you, do. You, do. <laughs> you know it, it just and i'm glad that you do have brian and and i'm guessing that uh why it's home with him right, right now, now. Mm-hmm. yeah and and you took this day away from another activity where you could have been with friends and decided to tell your story on the podcast, and I appreciate that, and I hope that this story that you are having with a special needs child, with a child, well, okay, you had Chloe, a child that grew up one way, uh, the quote-unquote normal way, and then Wyatt that grew up a different way, a, a way that was more needy to, uh, to you. Uh, he needs you more, maybe. Is that how you feel? Uh, and he needs you, well... We need you mm-hmm. in one way, and then why it needs you in this totally different way. And you're t- still at, at 19 years old trying to figure out what that way is. Uh, wow. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm just trying to grasp it all because <laughs> it, it could. I mean, you could you could conceivably say, and we've already gone through it, where you could say why it mm-hmm. needs to go to a home and have round-the-clock nursing, or he could stay with his family and you provide the care that he needs mm-hmm. you've chosen the latter
1: right and and we don't know that that's not going to be the best option for Wyatt later we mm-hmm. don't know that right now i mean we we have we are certainly always exploring all those different options for him mm-hmm. um And so, you know, it might end up in a few years that he would do better socially Mm -hmm. and physically and mentally to be with others. Um, So we're not ruling that out completely. But just at this point, we feel like um, this has been good for us um, and for him, of course. Um, But yeah, I think when you were talking about the two different roles of parenting, um, a a great example of that would have been this past Tuesday. Um, My husband while we were in Kansas City, he said, why don't I take Wyatt to the visit? He had a doctor's visit at Children's Hospital and he said, why don't I take Wyatt? i've always taken him <laughs> wow. there was one time when we were in hawaii we've been don't don't hey we've been multiple times okay and one of our hey, visits to bragging. hawaii I'm, I'm not maybe a little slightly <laughs> but i'm trying to only say that because i want you to go get to if hawaii you want to go get go to please people. go get call the stepdad get the airline go <laughs> um because I could give you, we'll do it off the podcast, but I could give you a whole list of things and places to go that. You can are do it on the incredible. podcast. That, that'll be the <laughs> Well I'm going to give Kauai the big plug because that's our favorite island. Okay. Um, it's the like Garden Island, and it's incredible. But. Um but yeah, we were on that trip, and my mom actually took him, and so that was the only other time I have not been there with him to the to the doc, to the on um, the doctor's visits. And um, so my husband says to me while we were on this trip, he said, "Why don't I take Wyatt?" And I'm like, just looking at him like in awe, like what? I mean, he's certainly gone on on visits that he could go on, but it's yeah. always me. I'm You're mom. Not saying I'm mom.
0: incompetent yeah. that he can't handle it. I'm not saying that at <laughs> all. I'm just saying <laughs> we've saying, never done it that way. Great just great shaking things for up. You. That's yeah,
1: great. and it it allowed me to be there for our daughter and even though she's 29 it worked out amazing and that's just an example of our roles um, as partners he and I how wonderful um, that worked out because then I was able, I was freed up to be able to help her for her reveal party, um, for her to be able. So I was able to be there for her, help her decorate and my son-in-law and just be there emotionally and physically for her and be present in that whole experience versus the stressors that come. Even though we go to the hospital often, um, you still feel stress. You still had that anxiety, yes. um, you know, so it was an amazing um, example of how you had some we time partner. with Chloe and yes. your son in law. Exactly. I don't know his
0: name, Devin. Devin, mm-hmm. Chloe and Devin, Chloe congratulations and Devin. on mm-hmm. the new kid coming, yeah. the, the child. And so that's wonderful. That's wonderful news. This is a wonderful time in your life. You just celebrated your anniversary in Kansas City, right? We did. Is that, did. that what it was? And mm-hmm. so at some point, Moms and dads need to be by themselves again, and spend the rest (laughs) of their lives together. So things might change with Wyatt's situation, with the with what you're doing. You you already have it kind of in the back of your head. Well, maybe that would be the best idea for him. But for right now, you're taking care of him. You're doing what you can. We are. And, And you've got this page that's sharing the story about you and how you handle things out there on instagram mm-hmm. right
1: exactly yeah exactly yeah. so
0: tell more how, how how can people get a hold of you lynette wyatt mason
1: well you can follow me on instagram i'm highways hope and homemade cookies all one word And, um, yeah, follow me, and um, if you look at one of my posts and it's way long and rambly, because (laughs) I can be way way long and rambly, Uh, but fortunately, Instagram only lets you have so many um, words to be able to to tell your story. Um, You can always bookmark it and come back and read me later. you can follow along in my stories. That's really one of my most favorite things so far about Instagram. I love playing with the stories, the 24-hour stories. Yes. Um, if you've missed one of my stories, I put it in my highlights. Oh, okay. um, currently in my highlights, I have just this past year of travel. Um, I don't have, I wish almost, I'm, I'm very grateful for all the years of travel that I've had um, without social media because I've always been very, very present. Um, it does tweak it and affect it a little bit now in my mindset and I try not to let that happen but it, it's, it's kind of always in the back of my mind. So um, I know I'm probably going to share something, so I will be taking a video or taking pictures. Um, but if you've missed one of my stories, they're in my highlights. I, I share some of my favorite places. And um, I like being creative with the music. I think music is such a big part of us mm-hmm. and our souls and our life. And um, it's a beautiful way to be able to express ourselves. So I enjoy being creative with the music, and I feel like I'm telling little stories mm. of our life, my life specifically, and a mood or a feeling when what I put it to music the music. What was your music of
0: choice over the last couple of 24 hours? Then. Oh
1: my gosh, the last one I did was the game in Kansas City. We went to a Royals game, okay. and when we were younger, we used to go around and travel around. To, and that's why we chose, I did, actually maybe, kind of for my husband, uh, for Brian. I chose a game to celebrate our, aniver- our wedding anniversary. When he was younger, he went around with a, his close friend, our close friend of ours, and they toured all the ballparks. Mm-hmm. And they did for, for decades. And it was amazing, and it was awesome. And sometimes I stole away and went with them, but mainly they went by themselves. And um, I got to, to join in sometimes. And he had not been to Kansas City, so to a Royals game. So I said, baby, why don't we go to a Royals game? And he's like, I haven't been to that stadium. And so... It was awesome. He caught a ball and a game ball. (laughs) And the really, really cool thing about that is on our 20th we were in Boston and he caught a ball in Fenway. So we now have a ball, a game ball from Fenway Park and on, for our 20th wedding anniversary, right now we have one for our 30th.
0: It's amazing Royals. what a 50-cent ball you catch at a, at a stadium <laughs> you can do. What a feeling that is. It is. It's, it's like is so it has a whole. Cool.
1: And it brings out the worst in people. The woman who reached for it was quite, oh, well, she wasn't quite as yeah, thrilled as we kids were. Yeah, getting
0: stomped on. You know. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Too. My husband was like, oh, my gosh, now
1: I have to give it to a child. I'm like, that is, I know, that's like the pressure. Yes. But I'm like, you just give it to me, baby. And, yeah, that's right. And that's right. Just takes lean right down off. and give it to me. I gave it to my wife. Exactly. Look at that. Exactly. All right. Crisis averted. <laughs> exactly. And so, what was the music? Lynn, still my sunshine. To, oh, fantastic. Yeah. We were in. I like L- the
0: video to that, too. Yeah. And their brother and sister. Yeah. You kind of wonder in that video are they.
1: What's going they on there?
0: Husband and wife. Yeah. Boyfriend, but or, it's such or, a. Oh, they're brother and sister. Exactly.
1: I get it. Yeah. It's such a happy, like that great beat and it's it uplifting and it, it's, you know, they, they seem to play it at all the ballparks so I went with that because yes. it's, it's a good memory of me too because I, uh, for me personally too because it was also, um, we were at a Lakers game Excellent. so, and, and it's just, I have that memory in my mind
0: too. That was so. the kind of music I was playing as a baby DJ.
1: Exactly right. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, you would know all music so who are you listening to? Oh, What's uh, on your spin? Well,
0: lately I'm listening to Madonna, Crazy For You.
1: Oh, that's playing right here. Exactly. That's playing
0: right here at U.S. Pizza. Still yeah. hanging out at, in Maumelle, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciate you, Lynette.
1: Well, thank you, Dan.
0: Lynette Wyatt Mason telling your story. You've had good times, bad times. You started, you know, from humble beginnings at a small school. Little tiny tales. And here you are in the big city, Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> uh, North Little Rock, Maumelle, <laughs> somewhere in that area. But you're you're doing good things, and, and and you want you have a story to tell, and you want to share your story with people, and maybe it'll help someone.
1: I hope you so. know, cope with
0: what they're going through. I hope, and yeah. I, I don't think you have to hope because yes, your whole your whole story. Are people responding? are, are you getting any any oh, emails from this so I get far? I
1: so much. That's like one. This is what I tell my husband and my friends all yes. the time. I am blown away. Again, I told you the the Instagram community is so supportive and creative. I cannot believe the support um, and the things that happen behind the scenes. Like okay. it's so cool. Like the people that do reach out to me, yes, they do to answer your question.
0: Yes, that's that what say, I was hoping, "Oh, I have for. a son,"
1: you know, that has that's autistic, or mm. they, they, I hear all everything. I've heard everything, and so those messages that come to me when um, I click on and I see the little red numbers up in the corner, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" And I read those, and I'm like, all I wanted to do was just be able to reach one person and let one person know and so yes thank you for asking very much so yeah
0: and does it feel good to you to share the story and to touch lives and and to kind of have a, a cyber arm over their shoulder And be their cheerleader. Yes, and be their cheerleader. Going back to the glory days.
1: Yeah, and if you and if you read any if you go back through and ever read any of my comments, I'm all about the cheering them on and a hug. I want everyone to have that virtual hug, that cyber hug over the over the waves and through their phones and through their computers and just know that I am loving on them from a completely different side of the world or right here within our state and within our town, I'm loving on them through that screen. And I want them to feel that hug.
0: Lynette Wyatt Mason, any last words for the people? Anything else you want to tell?
1: Oh, don't stop exploring.
0: Oh, you want to keep going?
1: I want to keep going. Forever and (laughs) ever and ever. No, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm just saying, don't stop. uh,
0: Speaking of forever and ever and Mm -hmm. ever, Amen. Uh, I do want to explore. uh, You were talking about your faith. Uh, Who instilled the faith in you? Was Mm -hmm. that from a young age, or is that something that you've discovered lately?
1: No, all my life.
0: All, all your life, life mm-hmm. uh, my mother mm-hmm. mother mm-hmm. with the earth science mm-hmm. see they I don't know where the the earth science could could be science or it could be <laughs> the earth or it could be something totally different see wh- yeah. where my mind goes mm-hmm. so uh, as faith faith has always been a part of your life also? It has.
1: It has just um, just growing up just as a young child um, we just we went to church um, Vacation Bible schools, huge part of my life. I was a member for a lot of years um, at a church here locally that I loved being involved in. Um, We haven't gone for quite some time simply because I'm being a little stubborn. I want to go with my family. I know I could go by myself, but I do so many things by myself. And Sunday is the only day I have my husband like the only day because he's a retail guy that's
0: getting that family bubble and and have a good time together yeah 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 it's our only day
1: it is the only day that I get to wake up with Sunday snuggles and Mm -hmm. I just I'm not gonna I haven't let it go yeah
0: and are these cookies available to the public I'm gonna have to ask that
1: oh no but if you know me I'm gonna make them for you Thank you. Yeah. No, if you know me, I I will. I mean, I tell people all the time I'll mail them to them, but no, they're not something that I sell. But I I will share a fun little thing that um, we do do. Um, I, on occasion, will make them, Mm -hmm. and because we couldn't possibly eat them, and Wyatt doesn't eat them, and my husband can only eat so many, um, Wyatt and I will bag them up in like little bags like this and yes. we have a little I, stamp that says you are a, loved I have a
0: package of cookies
1: and um, we have a little stamp that says you are loved and we will put them in a little basket and we'll drive downtown and we'll take them and we find people to pass them out to and that you should makes
0: my heart feel good you, I, know, I know it's got to make your heart feel well,
1: good well what makes me feel the best tell
0: like me. the absolute is tell me Lynette
1: Wyatt one on the spectrum the, one of their sensory the a lot of Children and, and adults will flap their, they have the little hand flap. We call it why it's hand dance. And um, he will do his hand dance. He'll go, what do you think about that one, mama? What do you think about that one? Do you think they'd want some cookies? And I'm wow. like, yes, buddy, I do. And he's like, but mommy, I'm shy. I'm like, baby, you can do it. So again, I'm still teaching him. You know, you can do it. Step outside your comfort zone. And he doesn't have to talk. I'm like, baby, they don't want to talk. You don't have to talk. If no. they smile and talk, just smile and talk back. And sometimes he will, and sometimes they do. And that's really cool. Right. But most of the time, not at all. He just reaches, rolls down the window and reaches out and hands it to him. And then they smile. And he's like, mama, they're so happy. They liked it. I'm like, buddy, they do. And so and then he does this happy dance. And that's what it's
0: all about. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And you mentioned, okay, I don't know anything about CBD oil or, no. or how that affects the mind or the people. I've heard about it. And, all right, full disclosure, I'm for legalization. I've never smoked marijuana. Me either. Ever. <laughs> Which
1: was a really hard obstacle for this mama. I mean, but it's yeah. not It's not the same. It doesn't have the, the chemicals in it that give right. you that high. I, I know, mean, that we the all know that THC gets exactly. taken away. Exactly.
0: So tell me how CBD... Affected uh, the the way uh, Wyatt uh, was when he was uh, growing up, and how early was so, it that you?
1: He's only been four years. Four years yeah. that
0: you you've yeah. been kind of on a. Uh, how, how often does he take the CBD or? Twice a day. And is it like a drop or it's two? It's an oil. Uh, an oil. In a
1: syringe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, and it's based the, on his weight. the size and it his gets weight. Gets rubbed
0: or, or no, injected? No, he takes it. He,
1: he, it's a syringe that he I catch like takes through his mouth orally
0: orally mm-hmm. and how, how does have you how did you notice a change four years ago to now with the CBD oil I, I guess how, how well, that affect him? The, our how
1: neurologist approached us neurologist. that he came to us and um, why it was a prime he was a perfect candidate for to be a, to be a part of the study um, so okay. He, that's how we came to know about it and be a part of it. Yeah. So you
0: had medical supervision, and they were the all time. for it. Mm-hmm. And, and thankfully, you had that tool that was able to give him some comfort or affect his well-being mm-hmm. in in positive ways. Oh,
1: in a very positive way, yes, yes, very
0: good. Very much so, all right, well, yeah. you you got the notes. You got now, you know, I, you've given me uh, so much of your time uh, away from Brian and, and Wyatt uh, <laughs> so far. But if you've got other. Avenues to explore of the Lynette Wyatt uh, Mason, Mason world. world, go for it.
1: I don't want to have like a mu- tell me um, everything. Oh no, I feel like I don't want it to linger on too long because your listeners are going to be I've done oh my three, gosh. Hour, I'm
0: three hour and 45 minutes. I think on Monday I, I did one and it was great.
1: I could probably break that record Let's do because it. I could talk forever. This thing no, will last forever. I don't want to do that. We'll, to split, the it, we'll split it into
0: two or three. Whatever. Two or three. No, and, and down the line if things change Mm -hmm. or if you do have other ideas or other stories Mm -hmm. that may help other people or help help people in your journey not just with with Wyatt but Mm -hmm. with your cookie making and and maybe by that time you might have explored some cool things with Brian and Mm -hmm. and and Chloe with her her new child and her new adventure that she's having If you want to come on and and tell more things, I invite you to. I would
1: love that. I I would love that, too. (laughs) Because you're going to get more
0: cookies. (laughs) She found me out. That's what I wanted. It was all for the
1: cookies. (laughs) Exactly. I
0: I saw cookies at the end of her Instagram, and and I said, Ooh, I'll probably get free cookies out of this one. (laughs) All right. So... any last words that you want to tell the people, Lynette uh, Wyatt Mason, and anything else that you want to give them words of advice that have helped you?
1: Um, no, I think it would just be um, again. I just want. I guess I just keep coming back to the the days that just feel. Um, I don't know. There's the days that you know. Sometimes you pray more than you breathe, and and those are just um, whatever hardship it is that you're going through. Um, don't do it alone. Just don't do it alone. Um, there's always somebody um, who would love to be able to help you, and um, just use your voice and speak up and. Just let them know that you that you need help.
0: It's a class of eighty six rules. Yes, it does. <laughs> well there you have it, party people. Lynn Wyatt Mason. Highways Hope and Homemade Cookies. Now you know why it's Highways Hope, and now you know. That there's homemade cookies involved. And uh, if you're nice to her, maybe she'll send you some cookies. But get to know Lynn Wyatt Mason. At least as good or better than I have uh, known. that, That I now know Lynn Wyatt Mason. She had a story to tell. Ups and downs. Man, you know... You take a, a situation and you work with it. You do it, and she has a good teammate in her husband. And be, before that, before she, you know, before her daughter got old enough to move out on her own, also was helping out as well. So families they come in all shapes, all sizes, all different types. And Lynn Wyatt Mason told me and told us a little bit more about who she is, and how she's handled her situation. And with the Highways Hope and Homemade Cookies Instagram page, she is telling the story and helping other people out and letting other people in her her situation know that they're not alone. You are not alone. You have people. There are people that you can reach out to for help always. So when you're in despair, hey, Reach out. Reach out a hand. Somebody's going to help you. I I believe people are wonderful. She started her life out as a cheerleader, and she's still a cheerleader for the people. Thank you so much for spending some time with us here on the What Makes You Famous program. Lynn Wyatt Mason. All right. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. Uh, if you'd like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at com. That's it for me. It's Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want with some great, great quotes. A manager has his cards dealt to him, and he must play them. Miller Huggins. The music you want. Radio What. .com.
1: Hey, Keys Dan, what you doing? My line.
0: I'm playing the best music by request, 24 hours a day. Click on the request tab at the top of RadioWhat.com.
1: RadioWhat.com.